When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 270 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Back in beige, Willie Sailor, rocking the beige sweater, is here. We have half of the couch. Kyle Brackey's here. Nomad is on his way to National Preps in the National Collegiate Open. And we're brought to you by ASICS. Yes, we are. Lest we forget. And Morningstar Farms. And Morningstar. Big shout out to Ryan Morningstar. Thank you for this this t-shirt. So, yeah. Big Ten seating guesses are out. Guesses. Those are the guesses before the pre-seeds. Nomad's been working hard at those. But before we get into Big Ten pre-seeds, there's a war being waged on Facebook against the headlock. It's unfair. And I have a lot of headlock thoughts, and, and we did a little discussing here beforehand. And we're ready to go on the record. We're going to make it official. We took a quick poll. Quick poll and here. And it was unanimous. This is a pro-headlock podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think it's been completely stigmatized because bad coaches are teaching this move early on, and then it just becomes... I think, I mean, I think it's always good to have in your arsenal, even when, even when you're five. I, even when you're five, I don't think it's bad coaches. I think maybe some kids resort to it when they to just keep it instead of have it in their back pocket. Maybe it's in the front pocket. Well, maybe it's their go-to. You just you only pull it out. So when I it a, when it rears its head. I had a coach. He said moves like that, and uh, this one move I tried to show Bracky. I couldn't even remember how to do it. It was called the body cradle. It's it's a terrible move. The body it is cradle? if you hit it, you hit it on someone really bad. But anyways. My coach called them cocaine moves. Like you do them, and you get addicted to them, but it's really bad for you if you like just get in the habit of using these moves. But so Mark Law, Mark Hall hits the the lefty headlock. We've seen Nolf use headlocks. Everyone's using headlocks, and then it's like, you know, it kind of gets characterized as a scrub move, high risk, high reward. I don't know. I don't know if it's high risk. What is the risk? The, the risk is, the worst case scenario is you get taken down. Mm-hmm. That to me is not a tremendous risk. Many of these guys have um, strong enough body awareness that they can fire it off and like kind of recover if it doesn't work. Um, Kyle, you, you were good at wrestling. I need your, uh, your headlock thoughts. I'm pro headlock. Pro headlock podcast. Wow, it's officially on the yeah. whiteboard. So it's officially official. Wow. You know what we should do? We should be, um, and we could get t-shirts made. All right, Willie, headlocks. Go. It's an excellent move. It's there all the time. And, you, I mean, you don't have to force it. It's like it's a bad move only when you choose to use it at inopportune times or force it. You know who else had a nasty headlock? Think about Iowa. Matt McDonough yep. ripped a really nice lefty headlock. That's how you pin Priest I mean, what, what's, what are the moves that get lumped into this category? It, it's, it's cement jobs and gator rolls and, and – Splayed. I was spl- Basically, splayed all the moves at Penn State, they're, they're just like, let's take all the stigmatized moves and let's just use them routinely what? against nationally ranked guys. Yeah. But, you know, a headlock's there a lot when you're in front head and mm-hmm. the guy goes to – that's where I used to hit it all the time. Guys, guys in front – you're in front head. Uh-huh. The guy peeks his head up. Boom. Okay. And it was, it was like really – Like a cross-face throw? It was, like, really safe there. Yeah. Okay, so we're pro headlock. Mark Hall, Jason Nolf, please continue to use headlocks. A, a fun maneuver. Hey, speaking so. of Penn State, 
can you give us a rundown of late season injury updates? What do you know? What do you know about Nolf? What do you know about Soriano? Uh, somebody emailed me, what's up with Taylor Lamont? I don't know. I've, yeah, so I'm not going to break much news here. I, I don't know what's up with Lamont. I know he's been out, basically just been battling. It, the information I got didn't make it sound like it was just straight up an injury. Maybe, maybe something else. So I don't know what that means. You know, at this time of year, you get, there's sometimes skin problems, there's staff, there's um, myriad of potential issues guys could be running into. So I don't know about Lamont. Myriad. Uh, Suriano, I've heard anywhere from illness to staff, none of that. I'm I'm just passing on what I'm hearing. There's not much going And then Nolf, you know, only what people tweet at me about how he was jogging at one point. Any others so, Any others that I'm missing? I mean, Suriano, Nolf, else is hurt? the obvious ones. Anybody else with injury updates, Kyle? What's up with Preston Waggle? Didn't wrestle the last few duels of the season. Ooh. Oh, yeah. But I don't know. He didn't wrestle a whole lot. In the beginning. At all of the season. We well, didn't what does see, he have, yeah. 10 matches, 12 matches? Mm, I don't even think that. And you know who else was hurt and has not come back since we were there, Kyle? It was Jacoby Smith when he got injured against... That's a great uh, point. Yeah. ...against Missouri. I don't know the status of either, so either of those guys. When I think when Waggle lost to Miklas, John said after the duel he was wrestling with something that most people didn't know about, and I don't think he's wrestled since. Ooh. Mysterious. So, so he has that's nine injury. matches on the year. Nine. Nine. It's eight and one. He's a seeding. You know, if he wins, if he wins Big Twelves, I wonder where that will put him in the seeding thing. Because we have him ranked fairly high. He's in the top seven. But even if he wins Big Twelves, because all they have are Rodert, Smith, Holschlag's in there. Colbray. Sammy Colbray. Smith. Who Smith? Jake. Jacob is he Smith. Still, uh, what is he doing? I'm. He was hurt all year. No. It's just not been great. Just he not came, been great. Well, he came back in December. He didn't start till the mid, middle of December. Not ranked, right? Uh, is he ranked? There's no way he's not ranked. He I don't, don't think he's ranked, bro. I don't think he is. Wow. I mean, that's why. You're really doing bad if you're not ranked at 197. I Cause mean, because the bar is not. Yeah, the bar is Sammy Colbray. Oh, because Jake. He lost so, to Sammy Colbray. Yeah. Col he's 11 and 6 on the year. Wow. And Colbert's like 20, right? And, and the weird thing about Smith is he'd always been someone who he would beat exactly who he was supposed to beat, and he would lose to the Tier 1 guys. But yeah. he was all he was very Consistent. dependable. Yeah. And now, yeah, I don't know. Maybe senior year. Maybe he hasn't recovered from that injury he had, but he hasn't been the same guy. So that's, that's the injury report. Unfortunately, there's not a lot of information because it – doesn't behoove the coaches to say, yeah, it's his, it's his right knee. Any um, So in the past, last year we had several situations um, where there were, I don't, I don't want to say coin flips, but, but personnel decisions. Mm -hmm. We had the Jim Wilson decision. Peter Galli, Jim Wilson. Um, there was one at Penn at 65. There was the Minotti and Cole, Cole Walter, I believe. Was it Cole Walter? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and you know you, your classic Gilman Clark Clark situations, and who should who should you roll with? What are those situations this year? This year, um, well, two of them are at Iowa. You've got Vince Turk mm -hmm. and Carter Happel, and you have Joey Gunther, Caleb Young, and their coach brands is crazy. Talking about wrestle offs late in the year again. They're gonna have wrestle offs just and just figure it out there. Now, okay, so one of those situations is kind of Kassar Rashid, but that, yes. that's sort of been settled. Um, and you didn't like that they had wrestle offs that late at Penn State. Do yeah. you think? Do you feel the same way about Iowa, or you think it's a different situation? Um, I kind of feel like they're a little different in that. You had mixed res like Carter and Vince have had really mixed results. I, I couldn't tell you the the Gunther Young dynamic, but to me, I didn't understand the wrestle off because I was like, "Isn't it clear? It's established. It was established to me. It just from my vantage point, mm -hmm. it was like determined." To, with Turk and Happel, no one's really, no Seized one really it. took it. Yeah. Now the one thing I will say in Carter Happel's kind of defense is that he, you know, he had the big win. And then 
I don't know if he got the nod since beating Thorne. What was the big one, Thorne? Yeah. He beat Thorne, and then it's, and then Turk looked good against Nick Lee, but he, he lost. He beat Ian Parker, and he beat Ian Parker. So I I don't know. To me, that is definitely a mixed bag of results, and I think you could say the same with Young and Gunther. So I'm not trying to be like. I just felt like it's more established there, and maybe if I look closer at like 74's results, it's more established. But I, I kind of understand it a little more. I mean, who it's would not you go ideal. with? You go. Who would you go with? Happel or Turk? I think I, I think I'd go with Turk. Kyle? Yeah, I'd go with Turk. Even even though Happel has the win that you can point to and say this. I don't know. I don't even know. Maybe I don't. Maybe I go with Turk. I know he fights. I know he attacks. I'm not saying that Happel doesn't. I just, I don't know. I would probably lean Turk. What about Gunther and Young? I, I don't know. I don't know either. They're the same person to me, right? Right now, I think. I think Caleb well, Young is. Nick Velkek said Caleb Young's a freak one time. At, I think uh, Caleb Young has more upside going yeah, forward. I would say probably, probably Young has the upside. Like maybe he could punch through him in place. Gunther's gonna be. Really solid, tough guy to score on, but I don't think the upside's there. Gunther almost beat Labriola this year, which was at least interesting. Kyle, Gunther or Young? Uh, give me Young. Yeah. But if they're doing it with the wrestle-off, just hearkening back to those results from the previous uh, or early preseason, Turk beat Happel, I believe, and Gunther beat Young. Mm-hmm. So... We'll see how that's how things have evolved there. Now, so those two, those are the two of them. I don't really know if we should get into this Navy situation with well, I don't Jared think, Prince and I think we should discuss it. I don't think we should make accusations or or theorize. speak speak definitively. Yeah. So there's a situation at Navy with the same kind of thing. Who do you start in the postseason? It's time to name your name your starter and. Jared Prince has been a solid wrestler all year. He was a solid last year. Um, he, he did take some goofy losses during the season, um, but he's been their guy, right? He's been their one. And apparently uh, they're going with Corey Wildly, Wilding, uh, senior, and um, allegedly the team, that was the team sort of vote. I don't know what went into it. You know, it's – Hearsay, I guess, but right. So um, they're they're going with Wilding, Wilding over Prince, and you know Wilding's not been bad this year. He's twenty three and seven. Um, his losses are by and large acceptable to to solid guys, but I think Prince is definitely the guy with the more upside. He's beaten Bryce Meredith. He's got multiple elite. I'm pretty sure he beat. Could be wrong. I don't know if he beat Hayes or not, but. He had a really nice season two years ago, but really, from that point, how did he do a scuffle? I remember he, he beat he beat Verclaren, a uh, close one, a good match. Um, but I forget what his final placing. I was. I think he took third. Yeah, he, he took no, third. He was five and two uh, at the scuffle. I remember seeing. Hold on, I'm looking for it. No, he did take third. You're right, Kyle. Apologies. He only the lost first to, person ever to have lo- two losses and take third. <laughs> no, he wasn't five and two. Uh, um, must have been another year. But, he, that, I mean, scuffle third. It's pretty good. That's good. Pretty darn good. So. He beat Crevis, lost to Josh Heil. <laughs> so the, weird, the weird thing to me is they wrestled him against Army last week. He got a pin. And he got a pin. Thank mm-hmm. you for your service. So who knows what's going on there, um, but it seems to be wilding. Who Kyle reports is the captain of captains? Yes. Explain that. So at the Naval Academy, each sports team has a captain, and then uh, they have, like, meetings and everything together, and then they elect one of the captains from all those teams as the captain of captains. So he's in charge of all the captains, and that is what Corey Wilding is at the Naval Academy. So he's the Navy's version of Sion. (laughs) What? (laughs) Sion? I don't know how you got there, but sure. It's a joke. <laughs> Apparently. Um, okay. So, yeah, he's highly regarded. And they've, I don't know. What are the other ones? Are there any? That's a, the only ones I know. Okay. So that's it. 
every other. What what other ones could they? Not, That's nothing, it. Nothing okay. That I know Can of. they both wrestle at the NCAA tournament? Oh, Kyle. Uh, wanna, let's talk. Yes, oh, absolutely. That's why I brought it up is because I want to talk absolutely about it. Absolutely, let's talk about this. <sighs> Go ahead. We, we, Go. We, we get emails from, I don't know. Multiple. Penn State people. I don't, I shouldn't. We get emails from Penn State fans saying, are you sure that Rashid and Kassar can both not enter at NCAA. They are digging deep in the rule they book go trying to get them. We They'll get emails like Article 4, Sections 3 says, in the case where two wrestlers enter a tournament, only the highest point scorer will count towards your team. That is for Midlands and that's, Scuffle that's for and the Shorty Hitchcock Open. <laughs> that is not for the NCAA tournament. That's not for Big Tens. They're, what are you doing? They're like, does Kale know this? Yeah. Did someone tell Kale? Hey, somebody get word to Kale. Get, You're allowed I, to start two I in the postseason. I found it. Tell Kuhn thanks for his services, but we're going with Kassar and, and Rashid. I mean, who they, knows? Maybe we could slip McCutcheon in there. Nobody <laughs> yeah. knows. Yeah, but Shelf Keener, get all 397s in the mix. Yeah, yeah. You know Michi- in Michigan you can do that? High school? Good. You can. I, I kind of like it. You can start, so... You can start two guys in like your district in your first state tournament run. You can start two guys at two weight, uh, two guys at the same weight. But then you have a cap of like fourteen or fifteen, fifteen, I think. I think it would be. I mean, I would love it if you could do it. Um, at NCAs, it'd be cool. But it's it's like I don't like it. I'll, Penn State maybe fans, for high school, not for college. Uh, the 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 kind of joke about Penn State fans that a lot of people make is like, oh, they've only been around since 2011. Blah, it blah, feeds blah. right into it. It that doesn't help. That doesn't help. Now, with larger fan bases, th- those on the fringes are they yeah. they just stand out a little bit more. Yeah, we're not we're not saying that Penn State fans don't know wrestling. We're not saying we're not saying anything, right? We're, we're not ragging on Penn State fans. But the right the the Iowas of the world are like, oh yeah, welcome to wrestling. It just uh, I, I see Penn State just figured out, you know, wrestling existed since Kale got there. These kind of emails don't help. They don't help, but they are kind of funny. They're very funny. So guys, sorry if if you listen to the show and we haven't. Maybe it's on us. Maybe we should have been doing a better job explaining explaining the the way it works that you can't enter too. We've never said it. I don't know. Do you think do you think that the people that would write an email into us to I tell hope. us to tell us that there's a chance that they could wrestle two in the postseason? Do you think they're really the people listening to the show? Well, they found our emails. <laughs> if they do that, I don't know. Sometimes I wonder where they find our emails. I mean, it's not like they're hidden, but Hey, let's email Willie and Christian. Let them know. They'll put get, it out there. Because the you know why? Out. They'll put it out there. And then we can have both. Then we'll have them both. So no, Penn State. Only one. They're going with Shakur. It's going to be okay. It's like, man, do you think that Iowa might not have considered this with Gilman and Clark if, if they had that option? It's amazing, the emails we get. We they might, they might have thing. shelved growth I got this a, year. I got an email this morning where the entire, <laughs> the entire I think, email. No, read it. Read it. Don't use the guy's name. I think you should read. And what, then the, guy's, the, the way the guy signed it was one of the funniest parts. Okay. You say just read it all. Um, well, it's almost illegible. Mr. Willie, would you please look into a mistake that Mr. Nomad (laughs) made on the winning events that Sean Griffin, Shane Griffith, had won over the course of the 17-18 season? Mr. Nomad stated that one of his major wins was the Beast of the East. That was Andrew Marola. Would you please have that fixed? Thank you in advance. Bobby Ski. Now, Bobby Ski. Now, now <laughs> that in and of itself is interesting. An interesting message. Yeah. The whole entire email was written in the subject line. The bo- <laughs> that was the subject <laughs> That was of the, the subject email. line. The, the body of the email? Nothing. Sent from my iPad. Yeah. So we get a lot of those. We get a lot I, of those. I feel like there's a content opportunity there, but it does come at people's ex- – I don't want to make fun of people, but that is funny. Bobby Ski, if you're listening, we're just having fun. We're just having fun. Thanks for the email. Thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in to Flo. But that's funny. He's probably – no, nah, I'm not even going to say it. Don't say it. That's something that – I feel like my father would do something like it. My dad's here. In Tracy Piles is in the room. In the house. 
And he's doing all the fact checking for the show because he's very smart. This is a guy that skipped eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even have to go. Do you want to tell that story? That's a that's a legendary FRL story, Dad. Yeah, if you want to tell it, Tracy, why don't you go on the couch and tell the story? Oh wow! All right, so th- guys, who knows? This, this could go a go. lot of directions. My dad is loud. This <laughs> he's gonna be a real wild card. Um, dad, it is it is a legendary uh, FRL story that you're from Deerfield, yep. beautiful Deerfield, Virginia. Yep, and you somehow. The Augusta County public school system did not have eighth grade. You never did eighth grade. Can you? Is there a way you can explain? What was that? the um, what was the school district at the time? Was it Deerfield High School? Was it Augusta County High School? What was the school this, at the? This was across the state. That uh, and, and I do have the fact check. Uh, I did have the eighth grade, but when I started high school, there was only like. A four kids in the graduating class where there should have been normally about 150 because they were the stragglers from the leap year when we started, when the state started having eighth grade. But, you know, eighth grade was a good time to start working uh, <laughs> on the farms. Uh, so, no, uh, they didn't have it, uh, saved money, didn't have a kindergarten. So you only had 11 years of school instead of this crazy 13 years that they have yeah. now. So did you go to, did you go to seventh to ninth or did f- for a year, did you gray shirt? Did you just sit, <laughs> did you just sit out and? Y- you went from uh, uh, seventh to ninth. You didn't sit out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Everybody skipped a grade. Everybody was smart. They learned so much in the seventh grade. Yeah. So they were accelerate on the accelerated. That path. sounds like West Virginia, not Virginia. Yeah, Sorry. I know. This Sorry, is not, this is not ideal for Kyle and I's West Virginia Virginia rivalry, Dad. I wish I wish this fact had been suppressed and just left <laughs> yeah, in Deerfield. Yeah. A lot of egg on our faces. Okay. Well, feel free to chime in on any seating discussion, Dad. Make Did you ever <laughs> skip a grade? No, I never skipped a grade. Dad, your dad's smart. It was closer. It was it was more likely that I would have to repeat a grade than <laughs> skip a grade. All right. Um, so you're saying Nomad's doing these Big Ten seeds? Where are we at with that? Are they all done? They're done. It's up. They're done. Check it out. We ran it yesterday. Is there anything in there? You know, we have a, we had a long um, debate on 165. Yeah. Uh, is there anything in there? Like we're 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 wrestling geeks, right? So we sink our teeth in there and we look mm-hmm. at them, and this could be the potential matchups. But is there anything that is fundamentally important? Uh, it is fundamentally important. I mean, sixty-five. Right. His predict his prediction w- would yield these semis. It would be Lewis Marinelli semi and Imar Chenzo semi, which I, I I still strongly disagree with. I still think they're gonna they're gonna go with Imar there. So that's one. A, a, a potential seven-two. If Logan Massa's the seven seed, he'll get whoever the two is, which could be Marinelli, or it could be Imar. Basically, it could be one of those two guys. So that's a really compelling quarterfinal. Massa, mm-hmm. who was third, yeah. an NCAA semifinalist. One sixty-five. I mean, we're prone to recency. Mm-hmm. But man, can you think of a bracket as deep as one sixty-five? A conference bracket? I mean. Big Ten 133 was better last year. I'm last positive. year? I'll, I'll pull it up. It had at least two NCAA champions in it. Um, Big Ten 2016. I mean, keep talking while I do this. I mean, I just think that you have – I mean, even Tayshawn Campbell came into the season as an All-American contender, and he could be seated. I mean, what what's he going to be seated, Kyle? Double digits? He's like 10th. Right? So, I mean, these, these are All-American contenders – Logan Massa right now is ranked ninth in the country, and I don't know I don't know what he is in the Big Ten, but I mean you guys, it's just so deep. Oh, this is way better. What okay. was what was Massa last year at NCAA's? Third. Third? He's third. Oh, I'm looking. It's gonna be like six seed. 2017. Looked at the wrong year. Zane Richards was the one seed. Excuse me. So, I don't know. I know I know we're prone to recency, and and every time. It's, this is the greatest. This is the greatest matchup ever. This is the greatest bracket ever. But 165. Oh, this is not as uh, amazing as I thought. But it it's, has way better high end. Mm. 
Let's just go with it. Nathan yeah. Tomasello, Eric Montoya, Corey Clark, Zane Richards, Devon Michich, um, Mitch McKee, Scott Del Vecchio. So, I mean, maybe not. You go Chenzo, Imar, yeah. Burgeoning Star, and Marinelli. Um, Logan Massa. No, yeah, this is deeper. Submit to us, friends. What is the well, what better what, bracket? Sixty-five this year or thirty-three last year? Well, not even that. Time. Find us better ones because I feel like thirty-three is not as good as sixty-five. I'm willing. I'm willing to make that concession. This is, this is a good year though. Any others? Um, I'm looking at thirty-three again, twenty sixteen. But there's, I mean, no, but I mean, any other, any other seeds that are very pivotal mm. uh, in the Big Ten this year? No, no. I don't think so. I mean that. Not that we're like, what, how are they going to do this? Now, what is interesting is that even though Lezak's had his issues, he's probably going to be the five. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a, probably a Rivera-Lezak semi. Now, we didn't, we didn't get that match this year, right? Lezak didn't wrestle that one, Kyle? Yeah. Okay, so we haven't seen that bout. That is so crazy. I, I know we said it before, but I'm going to say it again. It is it, 125 at, at Big Tens are so good. And for whatever reasons, there's a lot of matchups we haven't seen yet. Right. Um, and, and the big one, Soriano Lee is the one that's kind of looming. And, all, you know, we haven't seen Nathan Tomasello Soriano. There's a lot. Yeah, like you said, tons of matches we're, we're unsure how they'll go. I mean, with, with Soriano missing this much time coming into Big Tens, it's it, – it, you know to what me, we, it makes it a big question mark. And you know what we failed to, to mention, and I don't know how much of a big deal it is, but Suriano's out all this time, and then they pulled Metzler's red shirt. Yeah. I mean, he's out for a while, and you don't want to fan the flames of people saying, well, hey, it's serious. And it's like, yeah, come on, it's the end of the year. Do you know how many people are sitting out right now? There's a lot of people nursing injuries, playing it close to the vest, being cautious. It's just he's probably a little dinged up. He probably, you know, don't want to make weight once, you know, just let him let him re-energize. And then they pull someone's red shirt. And then you're like, oh. And you're like, huh? Is this a thing? I I didn't understand that after I I was told he'll be back for Big Tens. I can't. Definitively. I can't imagine a world where he's not back. Number one, just because. Load them up on antibiotics and see how it goes. But number two, can you imagine two years in a row? Nick, yeah. Could you imagine two years in a row? To Snake bit. I'm so very strongly hoping he's he's all right and back in the mix. I mean, but despite, I guess with this information, is Spencer Lee your pick? Is Nathan Tomasella your pick? Or are you where are you falling on Big Ten predictions? One twenty five. Kyle. I don't know. Kyle, you go first. Nick Sariano. Ooh, sticking with him. Mm-hmm. Ah, I kind of am too. Now, Nick would be the one? Yeah. <clears throat> I'll take Nick. Dang, we're all. It should not be that definitive. It shouldn't. It's, well, it's not really definitive. They mean, right? We're all taking him, but it's like. It's just the best option, I think. It's like, no, I don't think anybody. Because the other guy's gonna have to beat because uh, the other Spencer have to Lee beat several yeah they're gonna have to go through Spencer Lee's got to beat NATO or NATO have to beat Spencer and then Soriano yeah I guess for that reason you say he'll do it so that's a that's a crazy crazy weight thirty three a little more standard Michich Pletcher McKee Renneria uh, Michich is the class of that weight I think he proved it against Pletcher in the mm-hmm. duel Pletcher's really good uh, we didn't get that. Michich Pletcher match, and I I was definitive. I said I got, I got McKee. Uh, you wouldn't get the McKee. Yes, yeah, not Michich. I'm getting my M's confused. But Pletcher McKee match, I still think McKee's got a great shot in that one. Um, but he's another guy that's missed missed serious time. But I know. I feel like I haven't gotten enough Mitchell McKee this year. Mm-mm. I agree. Um, yeah. So that's that's Michich's to lose. Uh, 41. This is weird. The the way the seedings shook out. If you had like shown us these Big Ten seeds, the three through five, you'd be like, well, this is just wrong. So it goes, Joey McKinnon, Nick Lee. 
That's that sounds about right. Mike Carr, Nate Limix, Cole Weaver. Now, if that was kind of the end and we just kind of just sifted to mediocrity after that, it'd be one thing. But then you go Chad Red, Tommy Thorne. There, there's not a world where you thought Carr, Limix, Weaver would be ahead of Red and Thorne. Then you have Turk Profasi, Deal, Gaska. Gaska's made the Big Ten finals before. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes. Now he's. Gaska is the 12, is the projected 12 seed. Mike Van Brill's 13. So it's been... What's what's red? The 6? Yeah. So 6-3, he'll have Carr, yeah. who has beaten him in that quarter. And then he could potentially have Nick Lee, who he's beaten. And we haven't seen that match. Remember, and I'm, t- I'm going back to high school state finals, but... Classic. One of the best high school finals yeah. mm, in a long time. A lot of... I think there's a lot of flux there at 41, Big Tens. 49 is 49, 57 is the null factor. 65, super deep. We've beaten that story to death with the seating up top there. Um, I don't know. You know, you can can say based on wins and losses, maybe, maybe Marinelli, but on common sense or historic performance, um, Imar. 74, anything there to, write, to talk about? No, Hall, Jordan, Amin, a nomad went into yesterday why Jordan will get the nod over Amin because Amin lost to Lighty, who Jordan beat, and Amin and Jordan split. Okay. Um, 84. 84, you know, we'll have a Abinator Martin semi. Where's Emery Parker? Emery Parker is the four, so away from Miles. Mm-hmm. He would potentially be the... Uh, hit what does he have in this mess that is a 197 197 he's got Shakur on top um because he doesn't have a loss he doesn't have a big 10 loss he doesn't have a big 10 loss but he also didn't wrestle that no. many big 10 duels it, he's either going to be the one or the two you have to figure because the three seeds hunter ritter so maybe they give colin the one because his key loss is to a guy that's not even in the big 10 field mm-hmm. so while it's a big 10 loss i i I imagine if if Ohio State speaks up and vouches for the one, there's not going to be a big debate. So Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised to see more get the one there over. But ultimately, I don't see how this isn't a Rashid Moore Big Ten final. Sure. Now, that's the Big Ten. Um, A fan had wrote in. We're going to get into questions later. But best conference weights. Well, like what? What conference weight? Like yeah, WA one fifty seven, ACC one forty one. What? What are your favorite conference weights? I'm not sure. Um, I like some uh, of yours. I, well, I, I said uh, Big Ten one sixty five, uh, Big Ten one twenty five. They're my favorite weights there. How about how about ACC thirty three? Mueller, Forey's, Tariq Wilson, Gustafson, yeah. Sherman. Yeah, I like um, Forey's just beating Scotty Parker. Uh, that's a good one. I, I love the ACC, dude. Um, I like, you know, wow. you might poo-poo this, but I like ACC 157. I was just about to say. That's what I just said wow about. With with Hydley and Fine Silver and... Uh, Monday, Chisco. Monday. Romani. And Fred Green's been like... Fred Green was ranked at Boise State. Yeah, I really like that weight. And, you know, we, we were kind of like, okay, Hayden Hydley's undefeated now right. in the NCAAs. It's not weird, that much of weird a Weird stuff happens uh, at ACC's almost every year. Yeah. Joey Dance. Um, Did Mueller lose last year? Mm, Wait, who's well, yeah, to Dance. That was to Dance. That was cool. but, but, but strange stuff happens. I remember, who was it? I can't even recall, so I won't even speculate. But, yeah, ACC is a tough tournament. 65 is not that great. You know, Hunter Bolin is the one seed. Hunter Bolin's a one seed. He beat true freshman from Christiansburg. He beat um, Ramos. I thought. Correct, let me know what you think. And probably people are like, we're really talking about Hunter Bolin. <laughs> Just indulge me. He's from Virginia. Um, I I viewed him as like I liked his. I thought he was a scrapper. I thought he was tough, but I thought he was a project and like he would take time. I d- I did not expect him to be kind of successful here. For sure, you know, he on. was one of those kids that was like. Uh, Freshman big board stuff. Okay. I really liked him. Okay. And then he just never... He never 
He had a, he made a Flow like, Nationals final. He's like, he's going to go. He's going to go. He's going to pop. He's going to burst. Never really did. Was really good. Yeah. But, and now, you know, he's beaten uh, Ramos, who was a freshman AA a couple years ago. Um, also, the ACC 197 is not bad. Who they got? Machiavello, Chade, and Hot. Hot. Yeah. Parkersburg. Stand up. Yeah. So that's those are those are pretty good. EIWA, I'm really excited for 33. Mm-hmm. DeSanto, Terrell, and Parker. Guys, this DeSanto thing. I'm doing everything I can. I have no involvement in this whatsoever, but I'm just gonna try to be annoying and get this thing to you guys as fast Tell as what possible. You're we, we did a little Austin DeSanto, we call them shorts now, little 10, 12 minute, they're like the films, about, it's called Austin DeSanto's Vision Quest. It's about his quest to beat Spencer Lee. I I got I was so fired up watching it. Um, ETA? I'd, maybe tomorrow, but probably not. Tomorrow would be like, oh my goodness. They, they really pulled it off. It's basically dumb, but there's, you know, there's things where we see it and we're like, it's done. But for the editor editors, they're like, "Hey, we got to tweak this." And they're tweet, you know. So may, I'm thinking probably Monday, but the sooner the better, guys. Trust me, you're gonna love it. It's awesome. You're gonna love. I mean, the story's great. I mean, um, the Spencer Lee dynamic is really interesting. There's some things that happened in the match I didn't really realize. Some cool moments. I don't really want to give those away, but I, I think you're gonna love it. I think you're gonna come away. Really impressed with Austin and and Coach Azevedo's great in it as well, so I think I think it's going to be something you guys are really excited about. So yeah, one thirty three EIWA's very exciting weight class, and I don't know Big Twelve, obviously forty one mm-hmm. with with Heil and Meredith. Well, you know it's a little played out to a degree. Thirty three with Bridges and. Brock and Gross. Twenty five is good too with Pitch, Lamont, Schwarm, Moisey, Connor Brown. Yeah, Connor Brown. Connor Brown's our guy. He is. He is. Uh, his celebration, celebration antics. There, he had the the crazy one where he just kind of ran around like he didn't know what to do. Now he's kind of getting used to getting his hand raised. He's doing like he did like kind of like a smooth little golf swing afterwards. Yeah, guys, recap Oklahoma State's. Last year at Big 12s. It's mind-blowing. I they, mean, they went like 34-2? and two or, or No, it would have been like 38-2. and two. They lost two. The, all of Big 12s, they lost two matches. Guys, they lost two matches in a conference tournament. in a, With like 12 teams. They lost two matches. So they had eight champs. Eight champs. It, it's, it is really unfathomable how good Oklahoma State was last year. And... They weren't even. They didn't even get a whiff. They lost two matches in their conference tournament. They had eight All Americans, and a champ. One of them. One was of them was a champ. NCAA champion. They lost by forty three and a half. That's. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. They were they were awesome last year. Who were the two that didn't win? It was Brock. And I'm looking. And Chandler Rogers Chandler lost Rogers. to Cottrell. Yeah, he lost to Cottrell. Those yeah. were yeah. They didn't get like smashed in those matches either. No, one was one point, and the other one was two points. They lost two matches by a combined three points. <laughs> it's insane. Uh, Tulsa, the new home for Big 12s for till through the 2020 Olympics. 20, yeah. yeah. Um, it's I think a very nice neat. venue. I think it's, it's pretty neat. It's, it's an off, awesome venue. You know, it's not on a campus, and, and I, I think it's neat when tournaments are at a place, with it, whether it be high school or whatever. <clears throat> You can get some familiarity with them. Like, it's it's nice to go to St. Louis. You know some spots, yes. right? It makes it enjoyable. You know you know what you're stomping it around. Big 12 was very fun last year. Yeah, it said last year with all the sessions combined, they had over 15,000 people, and uh, they served beer in the arena. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> we were walking by. We are like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> it was like 10 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. Um, a little breakfast for you. All right. Before we get to questions – I have this one thing for you. I Uh-oh. think that you think it's stupid. Or somebody put in the doc swear word stupid. Um, I did. Ohio, the state of Ohio, the State Athletic Association, and several states do this, but they, they put a thing in to help stop or, or slow down the rate of transfers mm-hmm. for athletic purposes, right? Mm-hmm. So 
they put in there a year or two ago if you transfer if you transfer a school you have to sit out the first half of the season you can come back i don't know after new year's okay so now there's a lot of people saying and this is not a particularly specifically wrestling thing a lot of people are saying that is not enough of a deterrent how about we change it that you can wrestle the first half of the year you have to miss the postseason that is really dumb why would they so i for me i don't understand the if you want to pick up your family and move somewhere you should be able to go to that school and and if i play a sport i don't understand why but this this needs to be punished i mean i get I get what they're trying to stop. I don't really know if I understand it um, because it's high school athletics, right? To, to me, if okay, if say, if a lot of kids want to move to Urbana, Ohio, well, why wouldn't you want to go to St. Paris Graham and wrestle there or wherever it's happening? And this is probably, if I had to guess, it's a football rule. Kids are moving around and there's these powerhouses. If I had to guess, because I probably, doubt, probably I doubt football or basketball, right? Yeah, I doubt wrestling is the reason. But basketball is really. Basketball is really tough because <laughs> there's five starters, right? Yeah. You you get one transfer in wrestling, okay, helps you helps you a little bit. You get one or two transfers in basketball, you're a state. What? Title. It it makes you from nothing to state title contender. Right. I, I yeah. So to me, I think that's dumb. Mm, I don't know if I agree with it. I mean, I'm with Christian. I think just be able to. Go wherever you want, unless it's like in season. Unless you try to go to a yeah, new that's, school that's in grimy. right. But yeah. if it's like when school's done and you're moving, like Christian said, like I don't get why it's such a big deal. Yeah, yeah. But, and you know what else is also plays into the recruiting thing or the the transfer thing is like the Bethlehem Catholics of the world are they're cool. You can't touch them because they're private. They're private. Saint Ed's can't touch them. I mean, what are you guys. You're gonna say, "Hey, I want to, I want to, yeah. I want a Catholic education." You can't stop that, but you can stop them from going to a public to school. Graham. So what you're doing, what this really helps is, I'm assuming private. Yeah. So now it's like, oh, okay, I can't go to St. Paris Graham. I'll go to Ed's. I'll mm-hmm. go to Becca. Yeah, I think it was. And, and, and the reason why I think it raised attention in Ohio, particularly wrestling, is because. I think it was a year or two years ago, there were like four kids that transferred. I th- and I think it was Owen Taggy Liberty. I don't want to throw shade here to teams that it wasn't. But there was a team, they got like two or three or four transfers. Mm-hmm. They're like, all right, we'll sit out the first half of the year. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I just thought maybe the wrestling fans of the world would find that interesting. Yeah. I don't like that rule. Don't like it one bit. Okay. So... You ready for questions? Yes, sir. All right. Let's. There's a lot of them. There's a lot. Thank you, guys. You guys. Thank you. You guys. Every. every. Uh, there's some good ones, too. I feel like they know um, what time of year it is, and it's like, they weren't real specific questions. There were, like, a lot of general wrestling questions. First name that pops in head. Can't think too hard. Just say it. So you don't think hard, Willie. Stop. Willie, tough. Stop. <laughs> Willie? I know. They posed that question. Don't think too hard. Like, but they asked it like 18 hours before the show. So right. I can't think about that question. Yeah. All right. Nope. Nope. Think about sports. All right. When I say the words NCAA bracket buster, I don't know why this is uh, this is gonna be it's gonna blow up in my face. No. But it has to sound off the wall. If it doesn't can, sound off the wall, people will go, "Well, duh." Kennedy Monday. Uh, I love it. Kennedy Monday. I've, I I don't care. I love it. I've watched this guy. He can do a lot of things that others can't do. He, but he has he makes major mistakes frequently. But if he could wrestle mistake free and just be leg attack guy finishing, Kennedy Monday is to me a Zeke Moisey ish kind of guy. I, I agree. He was one that I was looking through names, and I'm like, yeah, that could be one. Um, I also think I don't know. Does Isaiah White count? Um, I don't think so. I've always liked Isaiah White, or not Isaiah White, but um, I'm interested to figure out, see if he figures it out by the end of the year. Uh, and he has a good win over Wick. But the guys I'm looking at as maybe bracket busters, 
I like Kennedy Mundy. I think Cam Kelly could do something. Man, he's a pain. I was just gonna say that it's such a homer pick, but he's good on his feet. He can scramble and he's tough on top. Dude, I watched his match against Terrell against American. He looked his misdirection singles both sides really nice. He put a tough ride on. He is good in scrambles. He's he's nice. And you look, I look at the top eight. You know, he could go with the Bridges. Maybe absolutely. Um, he could go with the. I think he could go with Mueller. Um, a Fouries. DeSanto might be a problem. Fouries is another one. I think Fouries is crazy. Yeah, he sort he he kind of fits the mold. I think at thirty three, J Rent is another one. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I mean, the whole point is these guys need to have not spotless records. They need to have had bad moments. But you just watch them in certain situations. You think, okay, he could do it. Right. Kyle, you got any others? Give us uh, Not off the top of my head. Let me. I'll tell you who I. It, it's hard to call him a, a dark horse. You can't call it. It's hard. I've been thinking this guy is a dark horse for so long <laughs> that to me, I'm not sure if he's a dark horse anymore. Max Dean. I think Max Dean could upset a lot of apple carts. He's kind of been off the radar a little bit. I, I, I actually agree. I like Max Dean. Um, he, he hasn't lost in quite some time, to my knowledge. Now, he lost to... No, I, wait. I'm pretty sure he didn't wrestle... Price didn't wrestle in the duel. I'm pretty sure his last losses are CKLV. Yes. So that was early yeah. December. So he's doing good. He lost to Foster, who he had beaten. He... I thought he was going to beat Zach Savatsky. I don't know if you remember that match. Mm-hmm. It was really exciting. It was kind of trending. Zach had a good start. And Matt, he started to fade. He looked really bad. And Max was coming. And then kind of like some mishandling, just like tactical errors maybe from Max. He just couldn't quite finish the comeback. Just like if if he would run it back, he would have a chance, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. So I, I love Max Dean. Stay woke on Max Dean. He's a guy we all like here um, as sort of a dark horse guy. I think if Boo Lee Waller would finish some shots, he could, he could maybe break off an upset win. Um, it's tough at 97 and heavy to, there's not many. No. Sammy Colbray. He's ranked 20th. Um, you know, Sammy, Sammy wrestled a lot of close matches, man. Yeah. I can just see him getting, getting hot, getting a bunch of takedowns mm-hmm. on guys, wrestling well. I mean, it, it's, it's a tough 25's so, got a bunch. A bunch of really talented guys. I mean, Zeke is there again at 15. Um, I like Foley. Not yet. I don't think he's ready to be bracket bus, but I really like him. I think he's going to be. Good. So I said Dean. You like Dean. And it, to segue into a, another question that was asked um, by the fans, what team do you see – that could enter the podium race or something. Uh, essentially, what team could overachieve that you might not see coming? I think with Cornell's lineup, for sure, they could like be like, oh wait a second, like if they get Darmstadt and Yanni and 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 Max Dean overperforms, I think they could like open some eyes. The, they're they have a really really strong team. Um, and Porkchop Womack, I don't know if he. What's he been doing? I don't know. Um, There's construction going on outside. Yeah. I'm going to punch somebody probably. Why don't you, Kai's going to check it out. Kai, why don't if, you punch if somebody? If we have to beat someone up, Dad's here. We got it. And I was looking looking ahead at next year. They're a podium team maybe. Oh, for sure. I mean, with, with Dean and Darmstadt and, and, thing, and Yanni and then Vito. Vito's Vito coming, coming in. through. They're going to be nice. Um, but don't you think that – don't you think that – Cornell at the at the dance this year could, could like overperform but people will see him in like sixth place or fourth place and be like okay Cornell I didn't know sixth fourth that it, I just don't know if they have the horses even if like Yanni won and Darmstadt made the finals or even won yeah it's like 25 we're counting on Noah Boffman again yeah 33 is Chaz Tucker um 41 we know 49 i'm not sure i mean stroker we'll see mm-hmm. so that that's another weight eiwa 57 it's not like 
gangbusters filled with um, rank guys. Mm-hmm. But it's like there's parody there. That could go anyway, I think. Right. So, yeah, uh, Dean could if, – now, if Dean places top five, which would be – I don't think it's actually unreasonable. Yeah. Considering – I think Tavaski's ranked fifth right now. Yeah, I think absolutely they could they could really turn heads. I think it's starting to – you know, we hadn't really seen them since Vegas, like, wrestle mm-hmm. a, a big-time duel. So they've just kind of been out of our minds. But they've slowly been putting the team together. And I'm curious how Stroker develops. It's obviously, a big talent coming out of high school – didn't work out at Minnesota. Now he's had to sit out for a semester. Now he's back in the mix. He beat Kennedy Monday, our dark horse, mm-hmm. uh, as many others have. You know, Stroker and both him and Larry Early not doing bad. I don't think Larry's doing too bad. No, Early's okay. Early's doing solid. So, yeah, uh, teams that could that could break out. Um, I think Nebraska's one. They're ranked 15th. Yeah. they have. I mean, they have a good team. They have a lot of guys, I mean, that, that are young. That yeah. Could, I mean, th- right? They really hinge on the young guys. They are basically only young guys. Like, uh, Berger has been one of the biggest mysteries to me. He has been bad unbelievable. all year. Bad relative to what we know Tyler Berger to be a year ago. Unreal. I don't know what's up. You got any intel? No. Get your boy on the phone. Call Snyder. The thing is, w- with J-Ren and Chad Red at the weights they are at, they can make... At least at the Big Tens, they could make waves because, I mean, Jay Rent, Jay Rent can make a run at that weight at Big Tens. Chad Red would only, I mean, he's gonna have to go through. If you if you said you have to beat Mike Carr to make the Big Ten Finals, it's not that much of a chore, right? It's no. Mike Carr. Well, it'll be big, no, wait, wait, to make wait, semis, yeah. To make semis. So yeah, maybe. I don't know. They've just been wishy-washy. Arizona State is interesting because um, they have a couple guys that I think could place high. You know, if if Anthony Valencia kind of steps up and realizes his potential, you already know you got major points with Zahid and Tanner Hall potentially. Maybe and Milhoff. Milhoff steps up. Um, so they Shields. Could, right. I completely forgot about Shields. And who knows? Sertzis. Right. Sertzis he could he two, won NCAAs one time. Sertzis could 2-1 his way to – Quarters or semis. Yeah. You know? I would love it. <laughs> I mean, I don't really, like, root for him, but I think it would be a great kind of cap on his career if he, if he went out the the Jason Sertzis way, as we know him to be. All right. Other questions, brother? Other questions. Um, yeah, let's look. I don't want to get into pound-for-pound pound rankings. Ticket prices for NCAA in Cleveland and Ohio State-Penn State duels are up. Is this an indication of – Fan interest, price gouging, or something else. It's fan interest. It's fan interest. It's supply and demand. Um, without getting into economics, that's my theory. I don't think it, it's being gouged. There's a lot of, there's a lot more interest in the sport than there's ever been. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you see the tweet the other day with Fresno State, 4,500. That's amazing. It's great. 4,500 average. Average attendance. I wonder, I wonder if that puts him in like the top. Probably definitely top ten. It's definitely top ten. Me and Kyle could, looked it up. It could be top five. Was it me and you that looked it up, or me and Nomad? Well, but they're they're going to be right around six. Is Iowa one or Penn State? Well, Iowa. Iowa, Penn State. Then maybe. Then I don't know. Yeah. It's Iowa, Penn State. Then I don't know. And and South Dakota State was like the five six. It's going to be South Dakota State, Fresno State in like five six seven range. Oh my goodness. Get six, Jack. Six seven eight. How awesome is that? That's awesome. That's awesome, and that's that's just um, proof of concept. If you have coaches that are, what's up? What up? Hey, Sion came in here. Here, come sit next to my dad. We got introductions. First year program. Sion, this is my dad. Sion, what's up? You you come to the door. You peer in. You knock over the microphone. Come on, dude. You're you're a FRL pro. My dad did knock over the mic. Here, you come in. A little bigger than you, dad. Yeah. What's up, dude? Why are you looking in here? I'm always looking in here. What's all? Know? What's with all the banging out there? Isn't this your office, basically? Don't well, you run this ship? We're, we're, we're doing some rearrangements out there. You, you, you decided to do rearrangements during our live show? Hey, listen. Well, you know, if you're not going to bring me on, you know. That's what he does. Well, so listen to this. I'm glad you brought this up, Willie. One time, so Sion begs to come on the show, right? I'm like, Sion, your mouth is, is inappropriate. It's unacceptable. So... 
Um, we, That's only the Christian, though. We had we had him in timeout for a couple months there. And the one time he kept looking in and looking in, and I, I didn't ask him on, he immediately goes right behind there and uses, for the first time in history, the blender. The blender. <laughs> He I was making I was making me a smoothie for the first time he had during the, the show. Did you made, think that was appropriate? Hey, uh, I, I needed to, I needed to have breakfast. You know, we you only think that was courteous, passive aggressive. <laughs> then he that was the only time you ever had a, ever had a smoothie in your we life. You about, are straight man. carnivore, you, dude. You were googling <laughs> smoothie recipes. And then now today, I don't know what was going on out there. You brought in the construction crew to hammer like, all right, they're not gonna have me on radio. Fine, you win, Sion. You're here. The least you can do is bring it. You can get some takes off. You got to say something of import if you're gonna sit on that couch. Something of importance. Hmm. Yes. Oh, thoughts thoughts on uh, coach. You're a big Iowa State fan slash hater. Thoughts uh, on the. On. Uh, what, what am I wearing right now? Yeah, but why we, am I a hater? We know you're a fake fan. What do you oh, think? I'm of, a fake fan. What do you think of Dresser calling out brands? I didn't see. I didn't see the okay, comments. Okay, so, but. <laughs> so Iowa is woodshedding Iowa State. I saw that, and he forfeited at one nine ninety seven. One four, it's forfeited at ninety seven, and Dresser said that was some bullcrap. What do you think? Well, you know, they have a ninety seven pounder. I guess they couldn't afford for the ninety seven pound to get upset, but you know, it's the Iowa Iowa State duel. Two of the top schools in the country, at least they all got full scholarships. There should never be a forfeit in an Iowa State Iowa match. I agree. And I mean, that goes for many duels. As, as we look, Hofstra got 20, 20 team cap, and they've never forfeited a duel or a match all season. Iowa Iowa State matches should never be a, it should never be a forfeit because that's just that match has a lot of spotlight. It's just a bad spot on the sport when you forfeit a match. The fans come to watch it. Unfortunately, you know, it wouldn't have been Iowa State's favor. But also, you know, could have been an upset. You never know. But the fans come to watch. The kids prepare all week to go out there and wrestle. Don't forfeit the match. Well, to me, I, I just see a big difference. It's, it's totally – coaches just have different philosophies on this. Uh, I saw – I forget where it was. I think it was either UVA or North Dakota State. It was a UVA-North Dakota State duel. There was a 74-pounder bumped up to 97. Who was Wyoming yeah. using? Dewey Kruger. Dewey Kruger. He's wrestled like four different weights this Dewey year. Kruger. Has weights has wins at four different weights this year. Wins at four different weight classes. He went full LJ Helbig on him. Uh, so to me, that just says it's really important to Coach Branch that he doesn't have a forfeit, right? Iowa has multiple 84s, multiple 74s. They could have bumped someone up. They could have brought in. That's what I was thinking about. They have plenty of kids on that roster. For sure. That's what I was thinking about. Maybe Goodale pulling Metzler's red shirt. Was he that adamant we were not going to have a forfeit? Well, I know it's important to him. I've interviewed him multiple times because they Rutgers kind of gets, um, back in the day, they were having really good duel records, and then they wouldn't really perform in NCAAs. He's like, hey, it was important to us to win duels. Yeah. And it, it can't just be all about NCAAs. He's like, Anthony Parati gets eighth, and all of a sudden we have a different program. Really, they've been, they've been a good program. So I know it's important to Coach Goodell that they don't forfeit. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, 100%. You know, you know, Christian, another thing is, let's say Iowa could have bumped one of their, as you said, 84, 97, or whoever out there. Hey, they have the match in the bag. Put a kid out there that was never going to get a, get a chance, you know, get a chance to go in a big match. Somebody else that's sitting on the bench, you know, always waiting for the opportunity to go out for a big match, put them out there. If they had Sion, Bobby, would Bobby have put you out there? Probably. Probably. I would like to see that. Now, do you know that uh, that uh, Sion's – have you told this story that your first yeah. match was against Brandon Slay? Yeah. Why don't you talk about that? Who won? Uh, Brandon Slay won. Ah. <laughs> first <laughs> match, freshman year, first match of the Cyclone Open, Harold Nichols Cyclone Open. Uh, I think at the end of the first it was like three – it was two to one or two to one or something, and then he ended up winning like 19 to four. Ooh. Uh did you get Think tired? I, I had him on the rope for a little while, but then somehow, you know, he got lucky and squeaked out that 19-4 to match. <laughs> Just squeaked it out. Some bad calls, I'm bad sure. Bad calls. You know, the referee wasn't paying attention. Quick you know, wipes. he missed the fall I had and all that. Nah, he just beat my he – beat, he beat me real bad. <laughs> oh, look at that little self-censored. Good self-censored. job. Okay. What else we got? What else do we have? Okay. Um, yeah, everyone's asking about Suriano. I don't really know. Can Willie grow facial hair? Of course. You've seen it. Before, right? One time you went, uh, 
you can't grow the full thing. Mm-mm. Me either. But, uh, you know. So, yeah. You grow good good right here. I can grow a mustache. That's really that's <laughs> helpful. Sion grows a, a nice mustache. That's going um, great. I got, I got I keep shaving it now. Getting um, old. Ooh, here's a good one. Would Zane be on pace to win his third if Aaron Pico went the collegiate wrestling route? Ah, uh, Kyle rolls his eyes. What's, what? the, what's the eye roll, Kyle? You know, I'm just, I'm so, I don't want to talk about this. See, there, really? There's could have, should have. Yeah. Pico's not in college. Hey, there's many guys that you know beat beat the beat the beat the stuffing out of all the kids in high school, but then they go to college and and the roads are reversed. So you know, we can't say Pico was going to be beating the Zane in college. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Especially th- with the difference in styles. I mean, let him get on top. It's a yeah. So one, I'll say a couple things. Fun. I think it's a fun topic. Shame on Kyle for poo-pooing a fine hypothetical discussion. Two, I don't know that Pico would have been a 49 in college. I don't know. I think that they might have been the same weight, maybe one or yeah. one year. Because like, Zane was 41. I don't think Pico would have been a 41. Never. I think he would have been a 49. And then maybe they would have been the same weight for one year. His but sophomore. Then, then, the, then Pico would have moved up to 57. For sure. Um, so yeah, the the Zane Pico, I yeah, mean, put that to, put that to bed. Yes, that's coulda, shoulda, woulda, never happened. Coulda, shoulda, woulda, and Zane, Zane can beat him in folk, for sure. You're crazy if you don't think he can beat him in folk. I, I, I think he would be. Yeah, yeah, I do think he would. I do think he would win. Uh, what has the biggest team upset at nationals, and does any 2018 have a chance? Pull up, upset of Penn State and Ohio State. I don't think anyone has a chance. No, they do not. Um, the Navy question. The winners. Everyone's asking about the Winter Olympics. We've talked about that before. Um, oh, I saw a good one. I saw a really, really good one about bottom wrestling. If you are on bottom, did you see that video? No. With that kid. Some. Some. This kid. Uh, Rolling his last name in Iowa, he went on to be a state champ. But this video was from one of the like the districts or regions tournaments. It's it's a three one match. They go out of bounds with four seconds left. You focusing here? Oh, I watched this. I've seen this. They go out of bounds with four seconds left. He comes back to the middle. He was on top. <laughs> he comes back to the middle. Optional start. No, he I mean, no, I mean straight a, neutral. A neutral start. And um. He gets super duck. There's four seconds left. The score is three to two. He gives him, he gives him the neutral start to make it three to two. He gets super ducked off the whistle, and he loses the match. And I'm that, like, that's called bad coaching. Yes. I'm like this, but you know, how, you know how my uh, my thing on Twitter. I mean, not just my thing on Twitter, but my position is always there's a lot of bad decisions made on top bottom neutral. Mm-hmm. And so when I saw this video, I tweeted it. There's been a lot of bad decisions, but this one might take the cake, right? If you're going to put a guy neutral to make it a one-point match with four seconds to go, you darn well better be sound defensively. You're like you're, you're going like this. I'm going to go neutral. There ain't no way he's taking me down in four seconds. Ready? <laughs> Wrestle. Super duck. Huh? <laughs> right? So I ain't poo-pooing the kid. The kid went on to win the state title. The kid's good. I'm just saying, if you're looking to eat clock, and because because the the this is where I would have been really good. The obvious thing is, right? The obvious thing is, it's three to one. I'm on top. Four seconds to go. Just don't give up a reversal. Well, even, just don't give up a reversal. Well, how about this? How about this though? A reversal. We're going to overtime. Yeah. A takedown. Yeah. I lose. So this. You know is, what I would have done. My my issue was getting the lead at any point in the match. But if I was in this situation, if you had a three. Four, if I was up three one with four seconds, you're winning it. I would have been. It home. I'd have been an all time. That's that's the difference. You know what you should do? I have a lot of regrets. If it's three one, four seconds on the clock left, you go out of bounds. You should sub me in. If you if you are scared of giving up a reversal, drop to the ankle. No, optional start. And just push yeah, and push him away. Just push him away. There's no way he's. Getting out, turning around, and coming back in to face you with four seconds to go. So I didn't see the video. What did the, did the coach tell him to? Uh, I we don't. can't tell. It's kind of grainy. Okay. All right, here's a question. What do you think about the situation when the bottom man is standing with his opponent's leg? Uh, he says, should it be two? Well, no, it shouldn't be two. Or one. Bottom man. Okay, so I'm on bottom. We end up in a scramble. 
I end up with your leg in the air. Yeah. I'm not. Uh, I'm not even giving one. You're getting riding time with your leg in the air. I hate it. I hate it. I think they should give one there. Yeah, and then, it should be one. Here's the simple solution, as I see it. You get one when you're out there with a standing single. That's a loss of control. Maybe if you finish there, it's just a plus one for yeah. like completing the takedown or reversal. But yeah, they sort of sort of do that in free. Like if you if you get a push out, it's one, and if they let you continue, right? They, they'll it's give you sort the, of let you continue. Right, right. So I think that's a pretty easy solution there. That's At least they it. should stop. They should give loss of control in riding time because I've seen matches where kids lost when they're in that position just because of the riding time keep going. Well, how about when they get in those long 40-second scrambles? Nobody really has control, but since you started on top, you accumulated all that riding time. Yeah. Well, in that, in that situation, you know, he never lost control. Well, he's still in control because he was on top. The other one is like blatantly the other kid's holding the leg. The other guy has no control. He's at, he's, at, he's on his def defense at that point, so riding time should stop. Okay. This is, that's what happened with Spencer, right? When? Against Ronnie? Yeah. I guess. One, not two. We didn't get him one. Yeah. It was one. He gave up one, then two. Against Ronnie. He gave the state escape. They came up completely standing, facing each other. No, but I mean, what was the situation with Spencer's final score? He was trying to score. No Bre control. Bresser had a like, side headlock. Oh, yeah. That was a weird. Anyway. Okay. It's 9.06. Let's get let's get on out of here. Thanks, Sion. Thanks, Tracy Piles. Yes. Good to be here. <laughs> we will be next uh, Tuesday. Next Tuesday, yeah. So this weekend, what we got, Kyle? This is a nice hey, applications come out today. Uh it's supposed to. Yeah. Hey, oh, so we Nomad, he's do, he's putting it out there. He predict, predicted the allocations. We'll see how close he was. Yeah. I bet he's going to be pretty close. So allocations come out today. We'll have um, feedback on that on this show next Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And some other, uh, you know, we'll start digging in. What do we have live, Kyle? Uh, CIF Girls State Championship, National Preps, uh, NJCAA, Junior Colleges, um, and the National Collegiate Open. All live this weekend. All yep. live. Good deal. And then... All you know what breaks loose next week, conference tournament. Thank you, guys. Keep it on flow. Thank you, ASICs, and we will see you Tuesday.